This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. It's all you need to know about the tribe in Goodyear. Daily updates, player interviews, along with other spring training hijinks and tomfoolery. Now, here's Jim Rosenhouse. This is the Rosebud Report, blossoming from spring training. And welcome into another edition, spring training edition of the Rosie Report, Jim Rosenhouse. Along with you after a Saturday afternoon of baseball at Goodyear Ballpark that saw the White Sox shut out the Indians by a final score of 7 nothing. Not much going on offensively, as you might imagine, with a shutout loss. But uh, on the mound... Sam Hench is certainly a key for the try. Potentially allowed three runs in one inning, but then it came back with a one, two, three, fourth inning. So he recovered nicely after Scott Moss got the start. Worked two innings, allowed two runs. Over in a B game against the Reds at the Reds Complex here in Goodyear, Shane Bieber was on the mound, and he threw three innings of one-run baseball with five strikeouts and no walks. So those are some of the things that, that you look for on a camp day where there's a game at one ballpark, a B game at the complex across the street, all kinds of good stuff going on. And after the game against the White Sox, Terry Francona met with the Cleveland media. You know, what, what did you see from Moss? Uh, well, I mean, the fly ball left doesn't help. You know, instead of being one out and run on second, you know, now we got to run in another run on second. Uh, I, I thought he sprayed his fastball a little bit, you know, fastball command. I did think he had a little better fastball today than he had last time out, which was good. But I just thought he was inconsistent with his locating it. Tito, what did you think of him? I'm sorry, Manny. I thought second inning came back and, and threw the ball better. That was good. Go ahead. Sorry, Manny. No, you're fine. Uh, what did you think of Hench's? Um, You know, there were, what, two infield hits. He got the pop-up. You know, we're almost getting out of that inning. And then, you know, the home run so or the double. But, I mean – Again, part of me is okay that he has to pitch through some of that in spring training. I mean, you never want your guys to give up runs, but the more experience he gets, experiencing everything, whether it's the game speeding up or guys trying to run, is going to be better for his future. And in a spring training game, you can talk like that because the loss doesn't, you know, doesn't go into your loss column. What have you thought of what you've seen from – Nelson so far this spring you know he's interesting because he you know it's it's a little different way of, of maybe attacking you know it's heavily slider oriented but even against lefties and righties you know, he's proven he can get it under the righties barrels and away from the lefty so again you know it's just with a young guy like that it's repetition and you know last year he got in a situation where he got called up but didn't pitch I think once and that was really difficult but uh, he's certainly on our radar, that's for sure. You've seen uh, Brian Brian Shaw three times now, Tito. What, any starting to form an impression, or what how, What do you think? Well, I would say now that he's got three appearances under his belt, kind of the same thing with Heath. 
And those those guys, those veteran guys, now it's kind of time we can start evaluating what they're doing because they've got some enough underneath their belt where then they got their legs where they can compete a little bit. Uh, I think he's still feeling for his slider. You know, he's he's been bouncing. It's been in and out of the, or out of the zone from the from the get go, where it's not really been a pitch to help him as much as he wants. But again, with with now three outings under his belt, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. You didn't hear anything about how Bieber Bieber looked in the B game, or I went down there and watched him. What'd you he think? Gave up a solo homer on a fastball that he left, caught too much of the plate. Other than that, he was terrific. He. You know, we, we, Carl and I kind of commented part of the, I mean, because he's as big a priority as anybody we have in camp. But part of the reason we felt like we can do that, again, where we can let some of these other guys that need to compete is because of the way he handles himself. You know, he treated it just like another game. And he looked like it was, he's pitching at seven o'clock at Progressive. And that's, I mean, that makes you kind of proud of the guy. And he did a good job. He got a lot out of today. And we're, we're pleased with that. That's Tribe Manager Terry Francona. And we mentioned Sam Hentges getting a chance to pitch in the ball game at Goodyear Ballpark against the White Sox. Hentges certainly is an intriguing left-hander who throws hard upwards of 98, 99 miles an hour in his outing on Saturday. We had a chance to catch up with him one-on-one earlier in the spring. And he talked about some of the expectations heading into camp and what he's trying to get to in this spring training. All right, Sam, uh, obviously in Major League Camp with a, a chance to make a nice impression here, and, and you're coming off a year where you were at the alternate side and didn't have a chance to, to pitch against other teams. Uh, looking back on it, what do you feel you got out of that season, even if it wasn't the normal minor league season that you may have had? Um, I think I, I, I learned a lot last season. Um, there was a couple outings where I could go out there and, and work on stuff as well as compete. Um, against my teammates there at the alternate site. Um, but I think I, I saw a lot of development um, with my pitching, and um, I kind of learned a lot <clears throat> about myself as well. Um, so I, I think it, was, it wasn't a wasted year by any means. I think it was actually the opposite. I think I developed more um, and, and learned a lot. I know when we had caught up in, in spring training, it, it sounded like that's a common theme for you. Um, when you look at, at your year at AA Akron, I know statistically it doesn't look the best, but it, it seemed like you got a lot out of that too. And is that the key in this game to, to keep moving forward is to, to learn from every situation regardless of what it is? Definitely. I mean, like you said, the, the year in Akron in 2019 wasn't statistically great. Um, it, was, it actually looks pretty brutal on paper. Um, but I think it was, it was good to go through a season like that. Um, where a lot of the bounces weren't going my way and I, and I wasn't pitching super well. And I think I learned a lot about myself from like a mentality standpoint um, to kind of push through that and keep working it and finish the season, even if things weren't, weren't going my way. Um, and then last year saw a little bit of success um, throughout the alternate site. And I just kind of want to build off that and all the work I put in this off season and, and move forward. You mentioned alternate site and work in the off season, and I know it's a very small sample size, but uh, it seems like your stuff has improved tremendously. And uh, have you seen that? And and how do you explain that? What were some of the keys that has allowed you to do that? Definitely, um, I think it's. I mean, a lot of the credit goes to all the coaches and 
and the player development here. Um, they're really good at what they do, um, spotting different things with with each individual pitcher. Um, but I think over the past couple of years, I have I have developed and I've learned my body a lot. Um, I, I know how I move and, and I know what weight makes me move well um, and kind of have tried to drive those points home for myself and, and really work on those um, parts of my game, as well as kind of, I saw an uptick last year in velocity and kind of just trying to hone that in and, and throw more strikes with, with the better stuff that I have um, developed. Um, so I think it's a combination of all of those things. When you look at secondary pitches to go along with that uptick in velocity, uh, which ones are you really trying to refine here and, and make that a go-to pitch? Um, I, I think first and foremost is the curveball. Um, I think that's my number one off-speed pitch, and and over the I, I made a grip change um, at the beginning of 2020, um, right before spring training. That that kind of saw that pitch get actually a lot better. Um, and then I spent last season trying to understand where where that pitch is going to go because it was moving a lot more. Um, and I feel a lot more comfortable with it. And then the slider, slider cutter combo, um, just being able to throw strikes with that pitch um, and just kind of sprinkle in the changeup when need be. So you get to use those in a spring training game uh, very early on in this year's spring training. It had been a long time since you faced hitters wearing another uniform. What was that like for you to get back out there and in true game competition, not just inner squads? I mean, it felt great. It, it was it was nice. Um, I faced the same guys over and over last year at the alternate site, and well, um, that definitely favors the pitcher. Um, it was nice to to kind of get out there and and be able to compete. Um, there were some fans in the stands, which was nice. Um, to get that adrenaline going again um, and and go out and compete. It sounds like they're building you up as a starter, but uh, sometimes you never know in this game. Have you thought about the, the potential that, that perhaps if you make this club, it could be as a reliever right away? Definitely. I, I, I understand that, and I know that I've been a starter my whole um, professional career, um, and I, I understand that would be a, an adjustment. I, I think it would be – a slight adjustment, um, but at the end of the day, it's still pitching. And, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm open. I told them I'm open to um, what, whatever they need me, wherever they need me, whatever innings. Um, and, but, yes, as of now, I'm being built up as a starter um, for, the, for the near future. Um, and we'll kind of take it from there. A lot of people, including your manager, Terry Francona, saying really nice things about, about what they've seen so far in spring training. Uh, how much of that do you notice, and, and how do you balance uh, thinking that might be a nice thing as opposed to just really staying focused? Um, a little bit. I, I notice it a little bit. I think um, Tito's awesome. I think the our relationship um, really started to, to form, I think, last season. Um, where we started talking a little bit, and then again this season, I, I, I respect I respect him, um, and he respects me, and I and I appreciate um, our relationship and and love having him in the clubhouse. Um, but I'm just excited to get going in camp and and see what happens. 
and the Indians have this great reputation as, as being a pitching development machine, and there's so many coaches that have a big part in that. Are, are there any coach or two that, that has really helped you with your development and put you on a good path? Definitely. I mean, I think there's a common – I mean, I've made a step at almost every level of the minor leagues um, and have spent plenty of time in the minor leagues. So each coach throughout the years, Ruben has been um, – Ruben Niebla has been – um, kind of with me the whole way. Um, he was our minor league pitching coordinator for my, the beginning of my career, and now he's kind of moved up. Um, but he's he's kind of been there the whole way. But I, I think there's a there's a combination of a lot of different coaches that have helped. That's young left-hander Sam Henches, an intriguing arm for the Indians heading in to the 2021 campaign. And that'll do it for this edition of the Rosie Report. As always, thanks to Bart Swain, Corkberry Trip, and Austin Controllis from the Indians PR department. I'm Jim Rosenhouse. We'll catch you next time on the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.